Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Hey everyone, welcome to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. We're excited to delve into the notorious, somewhat heroic, and ever-enigmatic world of Jean Lafitte today. Absolutely, Marco. Jean Lafitte was not just your average pirate. He was also a spy, a businessman, and a key player in the Battle of New Orleans during the War of 1812. Born in either France or the French colony of Saint-Domingue around 1780, Lafitte's early life is shrouded in mystery, isn't it? Indeed. Despite being an infamous pirate, he sure managed to keep his early dealings pretty secretive. Let's not forget his brother Pierre, they were a notorious sibling duo in the Gulf of Mexico, creating an empire of illicit trade. Diving back into the depths of the Gulf of Mexico, Lafitte's piratical exploits are something that definitely deserves our attention, wouldn't you agree Chuck? Absolutely Marco Lafitte wasn't just a pirate, he was a shrewd businessman and an adept navigator, not only of the high seas but also the intricate web of political and social contexts of his time. His base of operations was often Barataria Bay, a marshy labyrinth of waterways and islands that offered ample hideouts and perfect spots for his pirate enclave. His fleet, at one point, was said to have included over 1,000 men and several ships, all engaged in piracy and smuggling. Yeah, and his piracy wasn't just your run-of-the-mill sea robbery, it was a well-organized business. Lafitte's gang would capture Spanish ships, plunder them for slaves, and other valuable goods, and then sell these items through their well-established black market. You know Chuck, what always fascinates me is Lafitte's incredible ability to maintain a delicate balance between his notorious piracy and some form of legitimacy. He established himself not only as a pirate but also as a respected businessman in the eyes of many. It's fascinating Marco. Lafitte and his brother Pierre even operated a blacksmith shop in New Orleans, which was essentially a front for their smuggling operations. This way, they were able to sell their plundered goods while maintaining a veneer of legitimacy. Talk about multitasking right? Navigating through the tricky waters of piracy while hammering away at the anvil by day. Lafitte's political savviness is also evident in the way he managed relationships with authorities. At times, he'd provide assistance to the local government, earning him a certain level of tolerance, despite his piratical endeavors. Spot on. But let's not forget his knowledge of the waters and territories, which was unparalleled. He could navigate through the treacherous waters of the Gulf with ease, making it nearly impossible for authorities to catch him. His understanding of different languages and cultures also allowed him to interact and negotiate with a variety of people, further expanding his network and influence. Speaking of networks Lafitte's brother Pierre played a crucial role in establishing and maintaining connections in New Orleans, which was pivotal for their smuggling operations. They operated not in shadows but almost in plain sight, yet managing to keep one step ahead of the law always. Absolutely Marco. The brothers were indeed masters of the sea and market, manipulating circumstances to their favor, whether through alliances, trade, or pure pirate brutality when needed. They were not just pirates, they were entrepreneurs, spies, diplomats, albeit unorthodox ones. This dual life, juggling legitimacy and piracy, all while playing a significant role in critical historical moments, adds so many layers to Lafitte's personality and legacy, doesn't it? Indeed it does Marco. A pirate, a businessman, and an unexpected national hero, Jean Lafitte's life certainly challenges the traditional pirate narrative, and folks, 
Before we sail further into Lafitte's adventures, a quick word from our sponsor. Wave goodbye to sugar-loaded boosts and say hello to Strike Force Energy. The energy drink additive revolutionizing how you power up, all without a single calorie or sugar. Just a squeeze, and you're set for action. Ready to make the switch? Visit StrikeForceEnergy.com. And for our listeners, spark your savings with an exclusive 20% discount. Just use code UTSALAX24 at checkout. Remember, UTSALAX24. Strike Force Energy, elevate every sip. Welcome back, dear listeners. Let's dive into Lafitte's role during the War of 1812, especially the Battle of New Orleans. Oh, that's an epic tale, Marco. Lafitte, despite his piracy, played a crucial role in defending New Orleans alongside General Andrew Jackson, which is unexpected for a pirate, to say the least, the Battle of New Orleans. A decisive victory for the Americans and a turning point in the war. But before we dive in, it's important to understand the context. The War of 1812 was essentially America versus the British Empire, with New Orleans being a strategically vital port for both sides. Absolutely Chuck. Now, in the lead-up to the battle Lafitte faced a dilemma the British, knowing of his influence in the region and command over a formidable group of men, approached him with an offer, assist them in their campaign against the Americans, and in return, receive British citizenship and a commission in the Royal Navy. But here's the twist in the tale, Lafitte, instead of immediately siding with the British, decided to forward this proposal to the American authorities, possibly as an act of self-preservation, or maybe even genuine loyalty to Louisiana. It's a fine line between treachery and strategy, isn't it? But Lafitte's actions were well calculated. While he was a pirate, he also had deep connections with the people of Louisiana. Betraying them might have been disastrous for his future endeavors. And so, when the American forces, led by Major General Andrew Jackson, began preparing for the defense of New Orleans, Lafitte saw an opportunity. He offered his services, his men, and even his weapons and ammunition to the American side. It's a classic case of, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Lafitte's vast knowledge of the Louisiana bayous and waterways, combined with his seasoned fighters, proved invaluable to Jackson. In the thick of the battle, Lafitte and his men fought valiantly alongside American troops. The Baratarians, as Lafitte's men were called, provided crucial artillery support and were instrumental in the crushing defeat of the British. And let's not forget Chuck, the Battle of New Orleans was not just a military victory. It was a massive morale booster for the young American nation. It cemented Andrew Jackson's reputation and was a showcase of diverse groups, from pirates like Lafitte to free black men, militia units, and Creole locals, coming together to defend their land. Absolutely Marco. After the battle, in recognition of his services, Lafitte and his men received a full pardon from President James Madison for their past crimes of piracy. Talk about a redemption arc. Indeed. From feared pirate to an unexpected hero Lafitte's involvement in the Battle of New Orleans challenges the stereotypical pirate narrative. It just goes to show that history, much like the waters Lafitte navigated, is never just black or white. Couldn't have said it better myself Marco. Jean Lafitte, a pirate, a spy, a businessman, and, as the Battle of New Orleans showed, a patriot in his own right. After the war, though, his life took another fascinating turn. He continued his piracy and also assisted in establishing Galveston, Texas. Indeed Marco. 
he essentially turned Galveston Island into a base for his smuggling operations while simultaneously aiding in its growth and development. Jean's relationship with the Spanish is another roller coaster ride. Navigating between being a spy and a thorn in their side. Yup. Lafitte's navigation through political and social channels balancing relationships with the Americans, Spanish, and even his fellow pirates was an incredible act of diplomatic piracy. Diplomatic piracy, I love that Chuck. Lafitte faded into obscurity after 1820, yet his legacy has endured in many ways. His involvement in critical historical moments, his impact on Galveston, and his shrewdness have all been subjects of studies, books, and films. Despite his flagrant disregard for the law, his contribution to the Battle of New Orleans has also somewhat romanticized his image in American folklore. Right Marco. From pirate to an unexpected hero, Lafitte's life showcases the complexity and duality of human nature. Wow, what a journey through the high seas of history Chuck. We hope you all enjoyed exploring the life and times of Jean Lafitte with us. Absolutely Marco. And folks, if you liked our voyage today, please do us a favor, like, rate, and share our podcast. It helps other history enthusiasts find us. Until next time I'm Marco. And I'm Chuck. Keep sailing through the fascinating waters of history with us on the History AI Podcast.